Lives of Pitch, the podcast where we pitch the best films that'll never get made. I'm Matt Turner. And I'm Tom McGrath. And the game goes like this. We asked you, our devoted listeners, to come up with titles that you'd like to hear us pitch. We then collaborate, coming up with story points, casting, and even marketing strategies. Without further ado, this week's title is... Lion Eater. Wonderful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lion Eater. Straight Lion Eater. to the point. <laughs> yes. So... In a, a historical epic, yeah, I can yeah. see where they're going for this. I think, yeah, kind um, of. I, yeah. I, 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 I get, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess where it's going. There's a couple. There's a couple of uh, of historical epics I can think of with lions. With lions, mm-hmm. uh, Robin Hood. Yep. yep. The uh, Disney version. The Disney version yeah, of Robin absolutely. Hood. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Jungle Book. And Jungle, Jungle Book. Oh, yeah, slight yeah. stretch. Historical slight stretch. Epic. It's a tiger. Well, the but... new one. I imagine lots of like animals run towards a load of uh, monkeys and then they clash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. That's how I remember that movie. Yeah. Uh, precisely. <laughs> so uh, the title Lion Eater given to us by Connor Lavelle this week. They got in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch show. So today we're doing historical epic films. Joining us, Shine Greaves. Hi, I'm a gladiator. That's cool. why I'm here. <laughs> Which one are you? Are you rhino? Um, Storm Wolfman Wolfman um, No uh, None of them Oh what uh, oh. I'm She-Wolf She-Wolf There we go Was that one of them? Is that, is that no, a genuine gladiator? No I just gladiator? made no, that good. up No Try to be good. funny Gladiator's the 90s TV show <laughs> So shall we go on with some Historical mentions Yes Works, so, yeah. Historical oh. mentions works. It it checks out. Um, <laughs> that checks out, chief. <laughs> Check it off the list. <laughs> so this is the part of the episode where we go through all the well, some of the other titles that have been given and just pitch those as well. It's m- much like the trailers when you go see a film, we just pitch in little little pitches before we move on to yeah. the main event. We like to make sure that you are are gonna come back to see these when they eventually <laughs> come out around Christmas time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, from Ed Crawley, we've got Hannibalps. <laughs> Hannibalps. So, H- Hannibal... Yeah. Yeah. ...crossed the Alps? Yep. On... Uh, that's the only logical explanation that I can I think of. I think he did, right? On elephant back. Yeah, yeah. On ele- with elephants. Not many people can say that. <laughs> Not many people can say that you've crossed the, Al- the Alps with some elephants, but yeah. he did. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I know nothing else about that war. <laughs> I mean either. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so now this is about Hannibal no, crossing no, no. the Alps. I've got oh it. Oh my god! I I just realised I was thinking of Hannibal as in Hannibal you know, Lecter. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter. So, so you it's... were like saying this, and I was like, is this the pitch, or are you trying to convince me right now? Anthony Hopkins yeah. plays <laughs> Frenchman Hannibal. Hannibal. Yeah. Hannibal. Hannibal. Hannibal Balbera. <laughs> Hannibal Balbera. I want to pitch it immediately because you know what I think of uh, when I think of Hannibal? I mm. think of Annabelle, but Hannibal. Hannibal. <laughs> so I think this movie needs to focus on Hannibal's, whichever Hannibal you want, or both, uh, of the daughter. It's... The unknown daughter. Right. Right. Hannibal. So, so we've got, it's France in the late 1800s. Okay. Right. And we say, and... I think we start off with the whole, like, a long time ago, Hannibal mm. crossed the Alps on elephant back yeah. Yeah. to invade 
the Roman Empire. Yeah. Right? To invade, to, uh, to attack Rome. And Probably. this is why we do the Tour de France every year. <laughs> <laughs> On elephant back. Because there's not many people know this, right? Tour de France started. <laughs> everyone was on yeah. elephants. Yeah. Of course no. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I'm a we Tour de France history buff. Yeah, yeah, we all are. What, we, yeah. what a lot of people don't know is that bicycles are actually a form of elephants. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They've got a long nose trunk, otherwise known through, as a wheel. Through years of evolution <laughs> that Charles Darwin failed to mention, bikes are elephant. <laughs> It's just, it's just by, by rules wrangling, right? Every yeah. year, people were like, "I want to make a more, I want to get a more efficient elephant," <laughs> and then someone decided that they were going to create an elephant that was like mechanical. Yeah, no, no. and that's what this story this is, is about. This story is about <laughs> because there's like basically there's a load of footage at the beginning of the movie of just a stampede of elephants with people because it it like when you have a crash in the Tour de France, it's chaos. Yeah. Yeah. You imagine that, but instead of bikes, it's elephants. <laughs> it would be a fucking bloodbath. I like, the, I like the idea that we show this initial thing of like Hannibal, and he's like, <laughs> like yeehawing on the it's top. Anthony of, Hopkins with yeah. a cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Westworld. <laughs> yeah. And then 1800s rolls around and people are still doing it on the yeah. elephants. People yeah. are still... It's, it's tradition. <laughs> we do it on the elephant. Tradition. I don't know why I went to fiddle on the roof. <laughs> That's not in France. That's all. Sorry. Tradition. Fiddler on the roof tradition. is also in uh, in this film. <laughs> the, the man the, the man who plays the fiddle is... The, the fiddler on the roof the is just on the roof. there on an elephant. He's in the background in one of the shots. You can only just see him. It's about... <laughs> Uh, Anthony Hopkins' daughter who makes a bike and no one says she can run the Tour de France in a bike. <laughs> there are no there are no rules yeah. that say you can't ride the Tour de France in a bike. Yeah. But if you can prove it's not an elephant if you can prove it's an elephant, which she does. Yeah, she she subtly Absolutely. changes the definition of <laughs> of elephant. <laughs> There's an entire the scene where she breaks into the dictionary department. I, I, think, yeah. I think I think it's more like she does like some proper lawyering. Like she there's a hearing of the Tour de France judges, and she's like, "Well, define an elephant, because <laughs> what is an elephant really? <laughs> Look, it's got a long, th- a curvy thing at the front." And then two big side bits that co- curve round. There's like, like a diagram of an elephant and a bike up on the wall in this court. And all, all, all the people in the Tour de France are like, oh, she, she's right, she's right. <laughs> we, we, can't, we can't let her ride in this race. A woman? A woman a riding woman. riding not an elephant in the Tour de France. This is ridiculous. So she's then got to prove that she can do the Tour de France on her bike. Yeah. And constantly people who've been paid off by the Tour de France board are trying to run her over with elephants <laughs> as they're going over the Alps. Including a bunch of, uh, of uh, as a last-ditch effort, uh, but as they get towards, like, Rome. Um, <laughs> they, uh, a, load of the, a load of the guys who have been, like, previously in, like, wigs and going, like, no! They all dress up as Roman centurions and try and spear her off, her, yeah. off the bike. <laughs> like, try and throw, like, spears and that, into and her spokes And that's where we get the stuff. iconic running Two two sides running towards each other. It's a bunch of these people dressed up as Roman centurions coming towards this tiny child on a bike. And and the the winner the, the winner of the last like twelve years running of the Tour de France yeah. has been this 
uh, incredibly fast elephant. Mm. It's a it's, Dumbo. It's it's got <laughs> just Dumbo. It's, just it's a special Dumbo. elephant that they every time it won, mm. like they um, it's a, a special elephant. It's like an albino elephant. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of like a little bit kind of Blimey got dust ex- dusted a little bit over the years. Mm. You know, they spray gold dust over it every time it wins, oh, uh, okay. and then they also get a rosette to pin on it. It's a purple. Purple. Wait, oh, is I it black? No, okay, rosette. What, what? What? What are the colours of the jersey you get? Is it yellow? Um, quick. It's mango coloured. <laughs> quick, quick, <laughs> quick interjection here. No elephants were harmed in the making of this movie. Yeah, they oh, were. Yeah, don't yeah. lie. <laughs> what are you lying no. for, Shannon? No. Loads of elephants were harmed in the making of this movie. It was That's a, it was a nightmare. That's why no one knows of this movie. <laughs> It was never What Matt, right, right. Why are you looking up the colour of the costage you get for the Tony Brown? Is it red spotted? Is that the one? <laughs> is yes. it polka dot? Yeah, is it the polka dot red? Because I wanted, I wanted it to be not the corsage, it's the jersey when you're in front first in the Tour de France because she skins the elephant and wears it as a thing, and that's what becomes a. a, a that is the first <laughs> yeah. example of lycra biking suit, and, and she ends <laughs> yeah. up and she ends up winning because bikes, as we know, are all faster than elephants. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, and and also count as elephants for the rules. Yeah. And, and then and then from then on, there's like a slight, a slight bit at the end where they're just like, and ever since that fateful day where. Hannibal won the Tour de France on her elephant question mark bicycle. <laughs> it elephant. was laid a new tradition that only bikes could be in the Tour de France for France ran out of money for all of the care that the elephants needed. For 100 years until and then like the sequel is someone trying to ride an elephant in the Tour de France. Absolutely. And it, it's Annabelle. <laughs> Try to mix it up. There are nine Annabelle million elephant. elephants in Beijing. <laughs> <laughs> we leave them there every time we finish <laughs> the Tour de France. <laughs> you take these elephants and then leave them in Beijing. Right, so that was Hannibalps. Uh, thanks, Ed, for that one. Not sure if that was what you intended for that title, but there we go. Okay, so from Ross Originals, we've got Genghis Calm. Genghis Khan. Khan. Hmm. So, Genghis Khan, really mm-hmm. interesting guy, yeah. uh, took over the majority of the Hungarian steppes, mm-hmm. uh, right down to China, that's why they built the Great Wall, mm-hmm. right the way up to Poland, got as far as Poland is locked in. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. For, I, think, uh, I think maybe the biggest empire ever seen by man, right? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah. In in distance. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. distance. I was going to say Rome. Rome is pretty much considered the biggest empire. Rome was the population. I think. Yeah. Population was the biggest. biggest empire. So this is a is a uh, a film. Yeah. That follows his last few years converting to Buddhism. <laughs> is that a genuine thing? That's a genuine thing. Wow. That's inc- that's so cool. <laughs> I think it's Buddhism. What a what a mad conversion to Before make. Before dying, people surmise of syphilis, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Rasputin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they people. You know, what was it? They people uh, suggested that Genghis Khan had a had like X amount of descendants yeah, yeah. right now because yeah. of yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so like he's settling down, mm. and I think 
it's it's almost like an odd couple scenario where him and this Buddhist monk move in together because I think that's kind of what happened. He always he took a lot of time speaking with this Buddhist monk. Um, <laughs> so you've got Ben Stiller as Genghis Khan, yeah, right, and Owen Wilson as the Buddhist monk. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially one of those. Uh, mid 2000s much like Wedding Crashers or Starsky and Hutch (laughs) (laughs) but just set in the the Hun era yeah whenever that was yeah yeah they just these 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 lifestyles don't like don't work yeah um and 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 Genghis is always like oh I've got an itch I've got an itch I want to go and conquer oh I really want to go and conquer (laughs) Genghis Genghis Calm down, man. Calm down. <laughs> we're all Buddhists here. Oh my god, Owen! I didn't realize you were in the room with well, me. We can't. We can't. We we can't even hurt a fly, man. <laughs> I can't. I... You can't <laughs> conquer what isn't even yours, man. It's all. <laughs> it's just live in the moment. Be yourself. I can't hurt a fly, says Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, yeah, it's it's not, it's Jackie Chan, not Ben Stiller, yeah. yeah. It's Jackie Chan. It's Jackie Chan. I know in the past you've had, <laughs> you've heard many flies, probably, probably, um, maybe even stood on a beetle once. You might even have caught one between your fingers. <laughs> maybe on some chopsticks. <laughs> Who like, knows? Like Bruce but Lee. that's in the past. That's in the past, man. You just gotta become... One and so then, <laughs> then kicking down the door comes uh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when he was going to pop up in this hey, movie. Hey, it's me. Hey, Caesar. <laughs> hey, hey, Dad. When are we going to conquer some more countries? <laughs> Says, Calm down, Adam Sandler. <laughs> shut son up, of Genghis Khan. <laughs> shut up, Owen Wilson. You stupid Buddhist monk. It's, it's, right, Genghis Khan had so many kids that one of them had to be called Adam Sandler. <laughs> this is historically accurate. Yeah, yeah, this is like, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we can surmise that one of them was called Adam Sandler. Yep. Uh. <laughs> Where's this going? I don't know, I feel like we... It's, it's just it's... a sketch. <laughs> it's a series, it's an SNL film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But like, I think I think basically what happens is what happened to Genghis Khan's empire, right? Yeah. Like Genghis Khan just kind of stops. Yeah. Eventually dies, mm. and then Adam Sandler, his like, it, it, it gets bequeathed to a bunch of people, yeah. a bunch of his sons. Oh, that's brilliant! A load of people come in, and they're trying to uh, uh, like a load of uh, Genghis Khan's sons mm. are trying to get him to like to get more of the empire. And then it, as it gets broken up and stuff, Adam Sandler's like, well, I'm just going to keep on invading and I don't care. And then everyone's like, well, I guess then we've all got to keep invading each other. And then just everyone fights and then there's no empire. And to end this movie, uh, it's uh, it's just uh, Mushu from Mulan as the narrator. As a David Attenborough. It's Eddie Murphy as a David Attenborough kind of narration yeah. over this movie. Uh, just ending it with mm. that was and he brought I can't do an Eddie Murphy accent yeah. so it's just he brought dishonor on his on his cow <laughs> on his family <laughs> and that's <is> all <laughs> and then credits 
Done. I can't remember the full reference. <laughs> dishonor no, on you, dishonor on your cow, dishonor on your family. That's yeah. it. I feel like I feel but, like basically this is a sitcom. Yeah. Not a sitcom. A um uh like a like a meet the parents comedy. Yes. Yeah. Where it's like awkwardy like um Genghis Khan and his new best friend uh Owen Wilson of course. are trying to mediate between ridiculously warlike children of Genghis Khan. <laughs> yes. Yep. Wonderful. That's that's where that goes. So Rebel Wilson is like, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> kick down the whole place. <laughs> oh, I'll kick Rebel. down the Great Wall of China with my big shoes. She's wearing big shoes. Um, Got big. Thank you for specifying that. I was confused. They're, uh, they're Uggs. They're <laughs> big platform Uggs. Uggs. Yeah. That are like made out of bear skin. She's like, I've got big shoes. I've killed all these bears myself. I'm going to kick down the Great Wall. And then uh, Jackie Chan's just like, you can't you can't kick down the Great Wall of China. I, I mean, they built it to keep me out. And I'm clearly better at kicking down walls than you. And she's like, come on then. I'll kick you down, you old man. And he's like, no, I can't anymore. And and I'm a- <laughs> it cuts to a wide shot where she kicks a wall and falls over. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now, now this is directed by Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really want this film to be directed by Taika Waititi, and I want it to come out now. <laughs> All right, so that was, was Genghis Khan. Yep, Genghis Khan. I think it is. It's trying to keep Genghis Khan while all his children are around. <laughs> yeah, it's cheaper by, cheaper by the dozen four. <laughs> Genghis Khan. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> So that's all our honourable mentions this week. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, thanks for getting in touch, everyone, with those historical epic titles. Now we move on to our final pitch. Exciting. Our final historical epic, and that is from Con Lavelle, and the title is Lion Eater. Lion Eater. Lion Eater. I got an idea for a film. (laughs) It's called Lion Eater. (laughs) It's like Terminator. (laughs) You got it. Bring me the script in a couple of years. (laughs) Right, so. Lion Eater. So my first one to go to would, of Mm. course, be... Uh, the kind of gladiator style like arena they release the lions and then yum but um, like is that the place we want to go I think we can go to that place yeah. but we can do it in the Shannon style and flip it on its head <laughs> yeah. which is so it's not about you know gladiators fighting lions mm. and so forth it's about the lions <laughs> who have to be in the gladiator pit <laughs> And they're kind of biopic on what it's like to be in there. And it's a it's a movie just with tons of different being like, we have some first account diaries of uh, Sir Great Mane, the lion. I have um, I have a suggestion here. OK, go for it. Just like I like this, this, this perspective. Mm. Mm-hmm. But also there is a point in history that I would love to cover here. OK, let's do it. I don't know. You'll you'll possibly be aware of the story of both 
Androcles uh, and the Lion or Daniel in the Lion's Den, depending on whether you've been brought up Christian or not. Mm. I know, I know of one of those. Right, so basically the being thrown into the Lion's Den but being real nice to the lions yep. or pulling a, li- a thorn from a lion's paw and thorn befriending a lion um, and then going out and being like, I'm the master of the lions now, I assume. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what happens at the end of that film. Um, Something like that. I'm pretty sure. I am the king of the jungle now. Um, apparently in the Daniel one, an angel appears and closes the lion's mouth. But I don't like that storytelling. I like I am the master of the lions now. So yeah. um, I would like this the, the lion eater to be like Daniel from mm. the Bible. It's like a biblical epic, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and he's been thrown into the lion's den. Yeah. Like, we, we cover the story where he gets thrown into the lion's den and then, like, fucking comes out with a story about how he ate a bunch of lions. Uh, and then we... <laughs> and how he gained superpowers from eating the lion carcasses. You you ever seen Shark Tale? Where it's Have about, it's about a tale. fish who fought a, fought a shark. Yeah, yeah. And right? became the shark hunter, the shark killer. <laughs> well, well, how about instead of a shark tail, a lion eater? <laughs> yes. Cool. So, d- d- before, before <laughs> like go, you were saying. Uh, no, before we go, no, I think I, that's great. I, I agree with this. I, I like this direction. Uh, is the thing I think we need really establish the same argument that the Lion King uh, had to go through. Is this with talking lions or watching lions? I think we film a bunch of lions. Film, <laughs> Just doing film what they do. A yeah. bunch of lions. And, Got it. And add that, you know, you remember the film Homeward Bound? I do. Yes. Yeah. Do like that, where their mouths kind of move and you get like uh, people do a voice for the lions. What, didn't someone try that and they got mauled by lions? <laughs> <gasps> there was an entire film, wasn't there, called Raw, yeah. and it was about lions. And like what? half the crew got like injured or mauled. What? Yeah, because <laughs> they were just filming news. wild lions up close. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that, that's a good yeah okay yeah. Good good I think we watched nice. the trailer for this at uh, uni did. yeah yeah yes. oh, oh, was... dear. <laughs> oh dear such an odd film oh, so anyway yes right, going Lion Eater yeah so you were you, so you got talking lions with like this history of of, of, of lions going yeah, on yeah like the lion's history like Lion King but not it's just the lion's history about being in the gladiatorial you right. know pits being in the middle of both of you here, I'm going to take bits from both ideas, right? Okay. So Dan, we we focus on Daniel, uh, played by Will Smith. Okay. In okay. this film, uh, we have talking lions, uh-huh. and we do get their perspective as well cool. as Will Smith as Daniel. Yeah. So. Oh, kind of like in Troy, how you have the two multiple yeah, plots. Yeah, so you got, you, yeah. Yeah, we probably like jump that. between them, right? So like yeah. the lions have all this information, like like. Uh, Humans, they'll come in the night and they'll they'll put a collar on you. Yeah, yeah. And, and they'll the send... tiny cubs are like, oh no, please. Well, we start off with we start off with Daniel. Uh, yeah. Well, we start off with a prelude. It's like, at the beginning of time, there are two opposing forces. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> and lion. And lion, thank you, Shannon. And lion. <laughs> You're lion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and 
we start off with that kind of thing where it's like man and lion shall not coexist. They spend <laughs> centuries at war. With yeah. <laughs> Lands reduced to waste. And then it pulls out and it's Jeremy Irons. Mm. It's Jeremy Irons uh, like voicing uh, a, a lion who's like, and they'll get you. <laughs> if you don't watch out, they'll get you. <laughs> The humans, because we assumed it was a human speaking, yeah. and then it's, it's, a, not, it's, it's a actually lion. a lion. It's, it's a lion. <laughs> it's, you know, you know why like the England football team has three lions on their shirt. Yeah, it's how many lions that team has eaten <laughs> before they go into into play a game, <laughs> into battle. Yeah, into battle. <laughs> Richard the Lionheart, he ate a fucking lionheart. <laughs> Amazing. I think I think but we I we're obviously we're setting this before any of that happened, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's um, biblical times. Yeah, so it's biblical times. So like it, it's just about like lions are like they'll take you away and put you in a in a coliseum and they make you fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then um, like they're they're talking about every now and again one stumbles in here coming to try and catch us <laughs> and eat us, but we get them. We pull back and it re- it's eventually revealed that they are in a lion pit. Like yeah. they're in a lion's den. And you get pushed into at some point. Mm. That Daniel gets pushed into. And as we get to that point where we realise that it's a pit. This story is going to be about Daniel mm. Will Smith and the lion cub called Aslan, voiced <laughs> by Liam Neeson. Yeah. Um, and it's about their the lion cub. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine Liam Neeson <laughs> voicing a child. He doesn't change his voice. I, just, I don't. I don't know, Dad. I don't. I don't think I should go in there. <laughs> Liam Neeson like <laughs> <laughs> that seems pretty dangerous dad and it's 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 all about it's all about okay. these two people being brought up in opposite worlds being told to hate each other and yeah. fear each other mm, coming but, together yeah. in the Colosseum and oh. just hugging they both like yeah I, I, I think um, uh because the lion pit's not where any lion wants to be, right? Yeah. No, so it's not. imagine like um, uh, the uh, Liam Neeson, this cub, yeah. goes exploring, yeah. and falls down into into this this ravine where it's like a lion's den, a lion pit, like, uh, and then um, same time, they, so then we cut away to uh, Will Smith, who is who's been trialed for crimes that we never mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he gets, he gets fr- right, so the story of this is he gets thrown into the lion pit with Liam Neeson, Lion Cub, so and they become Christian, friends. I think it is, yeah. yeah, and they become yeah. friends, whereas it's in this war. It's a kind of Romeo and Juliet yeah. story. But, but like, yeah. it's only a war as, as, as regards the lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only a war from the lion's perspective. Well, this is the thing, right? The lions are very much on, on the point of, like, we're at war with the humans. Yeah. The humans are very sort of like, they're just lions. <laughs> um, but except for one person, uh, the king, King Caesar. Right. He was around in biblical <laughs> days, wasn't he? Probably. Uh, played by Willem Dafoe. Right. Who is like, I want to eat all the lions. <laughs> I'm going to eat every single lion. I'm going to eat every single one. I will personally eat every <laughs> single lion from here to England. And he's not going to have them shipped in either. He is going to hunt them down and eat <laughs> them whole. Yep. I will personally eat them whole. There's got to be a moment kind of in the middle 
of of the movie before like like probably av no like mid climax mm. where they both break out of the coliseum and try live a life together <laughs> i think well, here's, here's where i here's where i think it goes right mm. they both fall into this ravine early on in the film like maybe yeah. half an hour in we've set up this like lion society and there's a place that if you fall down there you're, you're not getting out. Lions can't yeah. climb out of this pit. Yeah. Right? And then down there, Liam Neeson finds this whole society of lions, almost like outcast lions who have been left here to die. Mm. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're the ones that tell this story about... Um, uh, tell this story about humans being at war and all this sort of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, in the midst of this, mm. I think before um, Liam Neeson falls down the ravine, uh, Liam Neeson meets... Uh, Will Smith, yeah. they bond before, mm. uh, and then they both get thrown into the same place. And he's yeah. like, "No, no, this is Liam Neeson. It's fine." <laughs> uh, and yeah. then when Liam Neeson climbs out of the, uh, Liam Neeson helps all the lions out of the pit, I, out of the ravine. I, I think Will Smith, no, because he's a because he's a human, builds stairs. Yeah, yeah, to get uh, out. yeah, yeah. Helps the lions because out of the because pit because he's got opposable thumbs. And yes, and then and then um when he climbs out of the the lion pit and uh he's like patting his belly. <laughs> uh, oh no, they, when they say kind of like how did you get out of the lion pit alive? He's like pats his belly knowingly and just goes uh, this is when, sorry, when uh, Will Smith gets out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. When, uh, he gets out and he um pats his belly knowingly and goes I'm a lion eater. <laughs> oh, and then, like in Jacques' style, everyone yeah. thinks that he's yeah, yeah. ate a whole entire group so, of so lions. So when the lions come the back, yeah, so yeah. later, so when the lions come back being like, this is it, the, like the council of lions mm. are like, we have waited far too long under the tyranny of the humans. We are going to Rome and we are going to take over. And the humans hear about it. They're like, they're like, Will Smith, Will Smith, we need to, you've eaten a whole tribe of lions before. We it. need you to eat twice the size of it. A whole well, army of lions are coming. Well, well, I, I, I mean Daniel. I, I forgot your character name. <laughs> That's it, Daniel. Eat. He's teach. like it's easy to it's easy to remember. It's in the Bible. Teach me, <laughs> teach me how to eat the lions. <gasps> teach me how to eat lions. And he brings forward a lion in chains. He brings forward Liam Neeson. Oh shit! As a lion. Oh my god! So it, Will Will Smith and, and Liam Neeson break out of the king's uh, chamber, and he's like, with Will I'll Defoe, get you, Will, Will Smith's character, running after Daniel. them naked with a giant fork. Yeah. <laughs> and they run off, and they go, they go somewhere in the. <laughs> Safari? I don't know. So uh, it all comes down to a head where there's a giant army of lions charging on Rome. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and Defoe is stood there with a bib on. That's the, giant... proper, that's the proper army shot right there. Just over the hills. They're like... I don't think they're coming, sir. <laughs> oh, wait. Then, They'll be here. A rumble of rocks yeah. happen and lions just come over the hill. And he stood, there, he stood there in all his regalia, right? Yeah. yeah. And then as the lions crest over the hill, he rips off all his clothes <laughs> apart from a bib. <laughs> and then and then he's like, I'm ready for you. And then he's got like his trident from uh, Aquaman, yes. except all the tines, like the top bits, they're all the I same length because yeah. they're just... It's just an eating fork. It's <laughs> enormous. I thought I thought you were going to say that his trident has three bits and each of them have tiny, tiny fork heads. Fork. <laughs> what time is it, Mr. Wolf? 
is <laughs> Lieutenant Mr. Wolf. <laughs> Mr. Wolf played by Sean Bean. Yeah, yeah. Sean Bean's like, it's dinner time. <laughs> Sire. But, dinner okay, time, so sorry. we have we have that shot, and then we slightly cut away mm. to where where are, where are our protagonists? Where we're, is Daniel and Liam Neeson? Will Smith's on the front line of this. <laughs> I have a different idea. Yeah. I have a different idea. Is that they ran off and they were like, "It's fine. We can just live a life together in yeah. like away from all of this, in peace and stuff." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it." And then they realise that they're like Liam Neeson, the wise lion cub, goes, "I'm sorry, no. I can't do this with you anymore." <laughs> And Will's like, why not, Liam? Why not? And it's like, because I have family. I have my own kind that I need to look out for. I'm gonna be the ki- I'm gonna be the king of the pride one day, and I need to show some pride in my own species. Oh, I must become who I was born to be, <laughs> Aslan. Alliance. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's uh, basically and, the Christian God. And, and as as yes, it's Lion Rob Roy. And as Aslan walks away, Daniel's left there under a tree in some shade, mm. just slowly contemplating everything. And he's like, "Wait, no, I can't just leave him." The war, the king's gonna eat him, <laughs> and he's running. And then, so you have you have Liam Neeson at the at the head of this. You have Aslan at the head of this this army he's, of lions. He's not waiting for the lions to get over the walls. He's running he's out that in gate. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Will Defoe jumps down off of I, the wall. I have this image, you know, of the two armies colliding. So you yeah. cut from one like line of army moving yeah. across the screen to the other, and then Willem Defoe with. Naked wearing a bib. Yeah. Naked but for a kiss the cook apron. <laughs> <laughs> Charging towards yeah. these lions yeah. as and his it, jaw it... detaches. <laughs> it cro- it cross, uh, cro- uh, cross cuts to like boom, 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 boom. And just after about to hit back, you just hear a wave. And it's Daniel on a lion, on an elephant from nowhere. <laughs> through the middle and just stands in front of Liam Neeson, oh. Aslan and the king. It's like and a Timon Pumba moment where like, you know, they've come back with jungle people. Yes! <laughs> like they've yeah. gone... It's... <laughs> just sort of... Like in The Lion King, they go away, oh, no. Simba goes away and comes back with a warthog and a better, He's not on an elephant. He runs, shouts, wait! And grabs... Uh, the the kid from the Jungle Book. <laughs> Riding the kid from the Jungle Ma- Mongli, Book. Mongli, Mowgli. Mowgli. He has Mowgli in his arms. <laughs> and it's like, wait! Here's evidence that we can live together in harmony and not eat each other. Look! A lion child! It's Ellen DeGeneres. It's Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> I, I think, uh, personally... I think the Deus Ex Machina here is literally a Deus Ex Machina because it's revealed that both Daniel, Will Smith, and this lion, Aslan, are the Christian god. Yeah, that's also a way that we can take this, yes. And and angels come down and just separate everyone. Hold Willem Dafoe's mouth closed. Oh dear! There you go. And God took his appetite <laughs> and, the and ate them all. <laughs> the, 
God eats everyone. God eats the lions and the people on the battlefield. Mm. And the movie ends with the same voiceover starting. <laughs> it's Morgan Freeman. It's Morgan Freeman yeah. as the as the original narrating lion. Uh, and it ends it ends with him saying the same things and just going, but until that fateful day, where we realised we're all the prey of God. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> That's it. Oh, with the, the lost theme plays. <laughs> wow. So that, that was. That, that, that's like a very similar to a movie called Two Brothers. Uh, not the bear one, uh, the tiger one that I watched when I was a kid. There's one where it's literally. Oh, I think, I think I know. There's yeah. two tiger cubs together and then they yeah. get separated and they find mm. each other oh, again. Yeah. One of my favourite movies from my childhood and then just turn it into something glorious <laughs> I'm so happy so that was Lion Eater thank yeah. you Connor Lavelle for that one <laughs> the biblical epic yeah yeah uh, epic. remember you can find us on Facebook uh, facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast you can find us on Twitter at life's a pitch show if you want to get in touch and those are places that you can also share the podcast if you uh, enjoyed it and you wanted to uh, want to tell your friends we would love you to tell your friends because it helps us make new friends and to uh, get more people to give us titles and all the good things that come with uh, people enjoying the show uh, but if you really like the show and you want to uh, help us out even more, then you can go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, where you can give us a little bit of money every month and you can basically help the podcast get better and also get extra pitches for yourself. Uh, get uh, an extra pitch every single week, as well as uh, behind the scenes stuff and all sorts of bits and bobs. You can help vote on the genre uh, every single week so that's pretty uh, nice to have the privilege for that and that's at our lowest tier you mm. can uh, you can do just a dollar a month a dollary do a dollary do um, favourable exchange rates uh, a dollary do may not be much to you but it is to us it is indeed and then you get to vote you get to vote on the genre so if you if you're like I hate epics <laughs> I hate historical epics you could have stopped this you today you could have prevented the whole <laughs> thing only you can prevent so really rampant it's genre. your fault yep. that these abominations <laughs> are created you there's could just stop it there's usually one or two votes in it so yeah. it's uh, it's you're in with the running anyway yeah. um, so uh, yes, uh, you can go over there, check that out uh, at patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast. Before we move on, I do need to thank the people who do support us on there. So, we have Mahir Trevedi, for the love of crunch, Brenda, stop watching me while I enjoy my husk. <laughs> my waste of talent, Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals, Sam McKillman, Stephen D. Thomas. Ooh, would you look at the husk on that? Jimbleby, just bloody taste it. What the piss do you mean they've released blueberry husks? Get me some. <laughs> Buy wheat, wheat bisque husks today because without them you're nothing. <laughs> Get those bloody husks down your gullet, Tim. I fought the war for. <laughs> Strike comedy or how I learned to stop worrying and love improv. Brent Black and Joseph Hegarty. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone who's uh, contributed to the Patreon so far. So, uh, Sean, thank you for coming on. Not a problem. Uh, uh, pleasure. Uh, if anyone would like to know what my next movie is, it's uh, The Lion Eater. Uh, you can find me on Hollywood. <laughs> uh, just, just mail it. Just mail it to Liam Neeson's address. I'll be living there for a bit. In his attic. In his attic. Gosh, Kevin. You're such a disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thank, thanks for having me. It's been wonderful. Well, yeah, it was always nice to have you on. Uh, where can people find you if they want to 
Um, what do you do? Well, uh, I am a part of uh, Strike, uh, the uh, improv uh, comedy troupe around in Sheffield. If you want to see what I do over there, uh, just look up uh, the... We have our own D&D podcast that we mm. do. So that's on SoundCloud, just Strike Comedy. That's how you spelling that. Oh, uh, how am I spelling that? Yeah, that's yeah. An excellent question, Tom. S. <laughs> uh, uh, S-T-U-R-I-K-E Keep an eye out around Sheffield if you're Sheffield based and we'll be popping up somewhere yeah. I also do Shrimps uh, which is another improv troupe uh, which you can always find us around Sheffield doing some shows um, That's about it really yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else I do lots of things yeah. lots of things with no means of contact Way, way too many things Way too many things <laughs> Lots of them there with is. no ways of finding out where I am. We just pop up. <laughs> That's how I like it. Spontaneity. Yeah, thank you for coming on once again. Uh, and as always now, I'll leave you lovely listeners with the Yes Very Clever Award. This is the award we give out to people who's given us titles based around existing titles. This week's Yes Very Clever Award goes to James Dixon and they've given us the Spanish flew over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> very funny. Yeah, it's very really clever. clever. Very clever. <laughs>